Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. everybody it's Annalina here I am back for another episode of the art of slowing down podcast and today I have another very special guest with me her name is Leslie Custer and she is a CEO and founder of back from Bali and she's the money and freedom guide for women over 50 who also want to fall in love with life again and her message is that it's never too late to create success financial wealth and a life of freedom I love that so much. And Leslie's well-earned knowledge is born from experience. And that's also, you know, exactly from experience. And in her mid-50s, she was able to go to her back from body clothing business. And she took it from five figures to multiple millions. And she's now helping other women entrepreneurs of all ages realize their dreams and grow their businesses. And then Leslie's book, Seven Keys to Seven Figures, Entrepreneur's Guide to Money and Freedom will be coming out in spring 2023. And it provides women entrepreneurs seven master keys to unlock a successful money-making business. Women business owners who have been struggling to build the business and life of their dreams are giving the insights, principles, tools, and steps to claim the freedom and create the wealth they desire and yearn for. So welcome. Thank you. So happy to be here. Yeah, I love, I love your podcast. Thank you. And I love your bio. <laughs> amazing, right? All right. I, great. No, and especially I have to say, because you're like, it's never too late, right? Because we so easily get into this like, oh, like I just turned 40, for example. And we can be like, well, there are people that are 26 and they're already successful. I'm already 40. Like it's always, we can always fall into that. But you're here, right? You were in your, your mid-50s when you launched this clothing company in Bali and took it to millions. So it's like, thank you for, I mean, first of all, just being an inspiration and showing people what's possible. Yeah, actually, the story is that I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, and it wasn't uh, until having my business for more like 25 years <laughs> that I was able to take it from a small business to a big business. So, you know, the whole story of like, you know, it takes 20 years to be an overnight success. You know, that, that, that was my, that is my story. So it wasn't like I started the business for the first time in my fifties and I, you know, I, and I revved it up and I made it into a successful business. 
it was a very long process for me. And part of the reason why it took so long, uh, and when I say success, I am talking about money success, and I am talking about really financial wealth and and financial freedom. Mm -hmm. My biggest value in my life has always been personal freedom, Uh, personal freedom yeah. Uh, to live how I want to live, where I want to live, what time to wake up in the morning, you know, what I do with my day. And that has always been like my number one value. And that was the reason why I started a business in my early 30s is because, you know, the idea of going back to a job in New York City, which is where I was living at the time and getting into those elevators and going up to the, the 104th floor and <laughs> Having two weeks vacation in that whole world, which I did for a while, was I just couldn't do it any longer. And that was my motivation to uh, literally get on an airplane with a duffel bag and go to Bali, Indonesia and buy clothing because I found it so beautiful there and bring it back to the U.S. And so my motivation was always so I can continue to have freedom in my life. And I did that and I had the freedom and I had my business for many, many years. And it did give me the level of freedom that I wanted. But my story is that I was sitting in my little apartment in Huntwang in Switzerland. My my husband is Swiss, but my little desk in my office And I just had a extremely overwhelming feeling like I wasn't really living up to my own personal potential Mm -hmm. and that I knew that I was smart. I knew I was capable, but I was kind of living small and I was living small because my mindset of what what I thought freedom meant was a certain way. Mm -hmm. And when I released that for myself and I began to be really honest about my attitudes towards uh, money, freedom, empowerment, independence, all of those things, mm-hmm. that honesty is what brought me to a place for me to become honest with myself and to say, you know what, I actually do want more money. I actually do want to be able to buy my dream home with my husband. I actually do want to stand on my own feet. I actually don't want to be dependent on anybody else in any way, no matter who they are. And that was my big aha and my big change. And once I became honest about that, what I really wanted then it just started to flow and flourish and the business began to really build. Well, I, I have, you have no idea how much I love what you just said. I can so resonate with you, you know, because I, since I'm a child, I have always loved money. You know, I was a kid. I always liked, I liked the, I, let's call it finer things, the beautiful things in life, you know, and but then I, I kind of learned that, you know, because we grew up with these money stories, it's like, Who are you to be to want all this stuff or spend the money? Like you don't need it or just just to like money. I learned somehow that's not a good thing in some way. And I'm on my path right now myself to to really reclaim that. And like when you said, like, you got to be really honest with ourselves and truthful. And and I I have been actually sharing this like over this year and, you know, my Instagram and sharing with my audience and my, my followers, they know, like I talk actually a lot lately about money because I actually love money I, and 
in my human design, and, and I know you don't know much about it, but I, I shared a little bit with you. Like we have also some, there's some money channels, let's call them like that. And I have them all like, and when I learned about my human design and, and it's, it's something that drives me actually in my design. So it's like, somehow it helped me just to give me that permission to actually be truthful to myself because we tend to listen to society and the parents and whatever everybody else is saying. And you have always somebody, no, it's bad. No, it's good. And you're like confused. So just to listen to you, it's just, um, it's just beautiful because I have the same, I have to be honest, honest, right? I, yeah. I want certain things and you know, I think they're much more grounded than what it used to be. I, I did think many years ago that like money's going to make me happy. And I really, I was here to learn that that is not what makes me happy. However, I can choose and actually be happy without all the money, you know, and I also have learned that money always shows up when we really need it, you know, for the essentials and to pay our bills and stuff. But it's okay for me to want more, you know, it's it's actually... You know, and, and, you know, it's different for everybody. There's the people out there that they just want to have a tiny house and they don't, and my dad, for example, he could care less about nice clothes or something. He just wants to go out and be on his motorcycle, right? Um, but the other people were like, it's like, yeah, I, I would like to have that dream house by the beach or wherever that is, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. So thank you just for saying everything that you said. I love money and I am on a mission to meet women and help them do what you've already done, which is to claim that they love money um, because money, money is just, it's an, it's an energy. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not any of those things. It's basically a vehicle, you know, that's all it is. It's a vehicle for you to, to live life, but it's, it's important for you to understand that if it is something that you actually I want to attract more in your life, you actually have to consciously uh, have that in yours, in yourself. And, you know, when I made this decision, like, okay, I'm going to make money. This is it. I'm going to, I'm going to build my business and make money. I, you know, I did a whole bunch of things, which is in the book. And that's why it's called seven keys to, to uh, seven figures. Cause I did a bunch of seven things. And one of them was, I call become a ferocious learner. And I, Unindated myself with trainings and and in and ideas and everything specifically around money and around manifestation. And I remember actually I was in New York City and it was Thanksgiving and it was cold and I was walking down the street and you know I put my headphones on and I pressed the button of this guy that I ha- that I had been listening to who talks about money manifestation and he said something so simple that just totally like stopped me in my tracks. And he said, if you want to have money, you have to want money. I mean, it was so simple. And maybe anyone listening is like, I don't get it. But it's that wanting of it, you have to want it and consciously want it. And the problem is women are taught not to want it. They're taught to have it. All right. They're taught, you know, success could be partnering with somebody who will give you the money or protect you or give you or give you the security, the home, the money, whatever it is. But we're not taught that it's okay for a woman to actually want money and talk about it. It's okay for a guy to talk about it. It's not really that okay for women to talk about it. 
because it's not considered a feminine value. That's the reason why. And we have all of us, all of our money stories of, you know, like what you were talking about before. And, you know, my money story was that basically the value of a man was to provide and to make money. And a value of a woman is to find a man who will provide and make money. And my mom worked and she had her own business events. And I was encouraged, of course, to work and, and all of that. But it was not the value of the like my family story that I grew up with. So I, I always grew up with like assuming and expecting my partner to be the one who really pulls in the, the big box. And of course I will contribute and I will work and all that, but that's not really my responsibility. And that was what I challenged myself with when I was sitting in my little apartment in Hundwang in Switzerland was like, all right, well, why am I thinking that? Like, where is this coming from? And why are you thinking that it is like my husband's job to do this? Why aren't you thinking it's yours? And, you know, it, it even like another memory that I had was um, when I first got married, actually to another man, my first husband, and I was in my early 20s or my mid 20s or something like that. And I remember saying to him, promise me you will make a certain amount of money, promise me. And when I think back about that, it didn't even occur to me to ask myself that. It, it wasn't even a mental concept that I should be asking myself that question. So this is this was my money story. And other women have other money stories. But whatever your money story is, is the reason why you are or are not making money right now. Um, and it starts with knowing what those beliefs are inside of you because these beliefs completely keep us small and they keep us from like living our, our greatest and best life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as my business went from, you know, a, a five figure business doing, you know, doing under a hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue to a business that is, is going is multiple seven figures. What it did is it wasn't like, you know, the money, money, the money, it was the empowerment it gave me. It was the, it is the, the independence it, it gives me. It, it, it is the options it gives me. It is the lifestyle I have now that it gives me. I, I actually retired my husband a year ago and um, got him to move back to America, which is where I'm from. This is what the success has given me. And it's the, fo the, the, the goal was not the money. Okay. The goal was freedom, but I didn't understand before that freedom, that you can have freedom and create money too. And this is, was my mindset because I thought things like my mind went something like freedom is my most important value. And if I really become successful in my business, I'll lose my freedom. You know, I won't be able to go yeah. here or it went, I'm a very spiritual person, which I am. And I spend summers at a, a spiritual retreat. And if I just focus on money, then that's not very spiritual. So these were the traps that I had in my life and Actually, the exercise that I did is I started to write them down, such as, you know, I, I want freedom, but success is going to take it away. Mm -hmm. Like, like kind of the contradictions that the mind was creating. Yeah. 
And instead I added an and in, in between those two instead of a but. Mm. I love freedom. I want freedom. And I'm an extremely successful. I'm a very spiritual person and I'm super rich. Yeah. All right. It became an and. And we have to realize in any time, any of these, you know, we this pushes people's buttons or things like that. It's in talking about money and wanting money and, and, and yeah. saying you, you deserve it. It is simply because of your own money story. And, and, and we need to free ourselves from this. Yeah, it's so true. We usually get triggered when people talk a lot about money because we still have our own stories and then it's an opportunity to heal, right? And I would love to share a little bit from my, because I feel like I'm now in a place where I'm, I have been recently, like I'm still like very, yeah, I'm early on on my journey, let's put it this way, right? Um, But I have this in my heart, like And I have always said it, like, when I'm 45, I'm going to be a millionaire. It's just it's like, okay, it's going to happen. And I want it and it's fine. But I have to say that it took me a while to get there. And it's also important. I'm not attached to it, right? It's it's kind of like, yeah, I want it. And that feels true to me. But but I used to be that I I had these really, I guess, also these, like, survival fears that we have, right? Because, I mean, we, we get, need to have money, especially I'm a, I'm a I have a daughter, you know, raising a child here in Florida is not the cheapest and stuff. So I really know that with money, I had to really face some of my biggest fears, like these survival fears and being the responsibility that life comes with, right? And especially for our children. And um, and also, I really had to learn that it's not the money that I'm after, because I, I for the longest time, so... When I left corporate um, and I was fired, like I was asked, I mean, I asked the universe to leave. I was going to quit myself, but you know how it is, you know, that little safety we think we have. Um, and then I, so I embarked like full-time on my coaching journey since August, 2018. And I was always like attracted by programs that made big money promises, right? But it came from a scarcity place. Like I was in this place of like, if I'm not going to be able to do this, like I'm not worthy. Like I put my self-worth on how much money I made. And I believe money's here to actually, or has been here teaching me that I'm worthy just because I am. It doesn't matter how much money I have. At the same time, it's totally okay to want to have a lot of money or be a millionaire and have the freedom, just like you say, how we can integrate both stories instead of like this or that, right? It's like, no, I'm going to have this and this. You know, and I, and I can let go of these stories. You know, it's fun. You know, building a business is fun. This is what you have to realize, you know, building a business is fun. Having a successful business is fun. And, you know, the, the reward you get is, you know, we all need rewards, you know, like when you're a little kid and, you know, you did really well in school and you got like a, you know, gold star, you know, on yeah. your refrigerator. We, we humans need rewards and yeah. money is a reward. So we have to realize that, Uh, building a business uh, and and having it succeed is uh, is is fun, and also it's a it's an it's like an exercise in in self development. It's the biggest way of self development you you I think you can ever do is being a CEO of a company or being head of a business or building a business, being an entrepreneur, and the result of that effort of the work you put into it of the like the learning that you do from reading a spreadsheet to knowing what 
products to launch or, you know, programs to launch to learning social media to all aspects, working with teams, no matter what it is, this is like how we develop ourselves. And when we develop ourselves and we develop our skills and we like learn that we could do things that we never even imagined we could do, you know, this process of growing and growing and transforming and all of that, then the result of that will be money. I mean, it just will also. Uh, And this is what we also have to really, so it's not, there's no, there's no um, conflict in this. If you focus on building a business of doing something you really want to be doing and you throw yourself into it and the learning that you're, you achieve by that, I mean, so many areas of it, then that will be the reward coming. Um, now, of course, I guess, you know, you can say you shouldn't make money just the only the thing you're after. But I, I also disagree with that also, because it was what the one thing I was really after, you know, because it, it, it all depends on where you're coming from. I had been lying to myself for a long time mm-hmm. about what I wanted. And it was, it was really important for me to admit the truth that that is what I actually wanted because it just didn't sound right. Yeah. I I think there's actually no discrepancy because I feel so much like you, like I have always known I want money, but I used to suppress it, you know, and that's not okay. But at the same time, there was a part of me that I literally felt like I'm a failure. I'm not worthy unless I make money. So for me, and that was my story, right? So for me, money was like, all right, you got to learn that it doesn't matter how much of me is there with you. You are worthy just because you are. It doesn't matter. And it's also okay to to want money because I do believe it's totally okay to want money when it doesn't come from a scarcity or lack place where we feel like, um, oh, I can only be happy with money, right? Because I'm, I, I, I feel like for me personally, that's a codependency in some way. It's like in a relationship, right? Where we're like, I can only be happy with this person and we get really needy. But if we can be like, look, I, I'm okay with myself. I'm going to have fun, but I would love to be with you. I love being with you. I want to marry you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Um, and it's totally up to you. <laughs> but that's what I want. And usually that also makes us more magnetic more attractive but when we're like really needy right like i need you i want you and i, I cannot be without you then it's like i'll uh, see you later right so yeah ab- great great point a- absolutely it has it has to be done with pleasure you know it yeah, has to be done yeah. with fun it has to be done mm-hmm. with like excitement and yeah. and all of that Confidence. and and put the and understand it's it, it's you're in the process. You're not in the goal. You're not in the goal of like I am going to make this much amount of money. But you know you're in the process of making money. You're in the process, yeah. the journey of it, the and that's the, of having fun making money, right? So yeah, yeah, because it's you know, and if you don't, and if you don't meet your money goal, you know, if you whatever, if your goal was fifty thousand for the year in your business. And you did 25. Well, so what? You know, you just keep going, you know? So it's not about really reaching that goal. It's about reaching. That's the whole point. That's it's about momentum and movement and action, inner action, outer action. Your process, that's the important part. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I just love your whole energy behind it because I can really sense this feeling of excitement and how much fun it is because I think for most 
money is always a topic they dread, right? They try to avoid and kind of more run away from. So I, I love how your energy is really pulling and like make it fun, enjoy the journey with money. So I think that's that's really beautiful. Well, us women, we we were just not taught that that's something we should be focusing on. And mm -hmm. that's a detriment to all women. And, you know, unless you have complete financial control of your own life and independence, you're never really free. Uh, and, you mm -hmm. know, you could be, you could have a partner that has lots of wealth or whatever. I, I mean, in my, in my book, I talk about stories like that of, of women who are married to wealthy partners, but they have no access to the money. They don't really know where it is. They don't really know how it's being invested. They don't really know how to get it. Um, and so you don't really have the money. You have it through somebody else as long, you know, and they're controlling it. So no matter what your financial situation is, meaning like if you already are extremely comfortable in a partnership financially, it's imperative that you create your own money so you can stand on your own feet. And why is that important? Because we can't change anything in this world unless we have resources, period. That's it. Period. You can't choose the school you're going to send your kid to unless you can pay for that school. All right. Or you have you really have that money to pay. Right. So this it's not uh, it's it's a need. And the world is in desperate, desperate, desperate need of more femininity and more power from feminine power. We need more women out there, you know, leaders, all of that, business owners, uh, people who could hire other other women as well. And uh, without financial independence, we have no voice. Yeah, no, it's true. And you know what's really fun? So, you know, I'm all into human design. There's also something called the gene keys, which is related to human design. And which goes back to the Chinese I Ching. I don't know if you've heard about it, but these are like 64 archetypes that really explain how the universe works. And the the second one of the I Ching is the feminine. And that's actually where everything starts. It should be the one. It's it's kind of, it was a mistake in a way. That, that's how they say it. And it actually, and I read about the first um, Jinki yesterday and it actually said in there that women are meant to lead. Women are the leaders. The women are here that have the same more. And this is ancient wisdom, right? And I think we're just in this phase of like, yeah, going back to to the way it's, and, and to find a balance because everything's pretty much out of balance, right? Where, where we're at today. And it's and it's not about suppressing men or the masculinity in any way or form, but create like harmony and more of an equilibrium, you know, where we can all like peacefully coexist and do what we love, uh, enjoy having money, doing the things we our heart desires whatever that is for everybody right so you know it, it you have to look you look at a little bit of one's own history and history in the country and things like that like i start when i start digging into this a little bit like in in the united states in in 1970s you know this isn't that long ago you know women could not get a credit card without their husband's approval. I mean, the, the, all of this stuff, you know, the the women's you know movement, you know, the feminist movement, all all of this, like we kind of forget that it really has not been that long. And so I think for women to have problems with money or issues around money is so understandable because this is all kind of new for us. These opportunities and you know freedom to think in these ways. 
So we also have to give ourselves a break because we're also part of a, of a history, of a history of suppression for a very long time. And there's women in other countries are horribly suppressed. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we, we have a pretty good living in the Western world, that's for sure. But even in our own Western world, we, we have inside of our DNA, like in our cells and our memories and all of this, you know, of not really having the the freedom to an opportunity like we have now. So we're not used to it yet. Yeah. Uh, that's also part of it. So we also have to give ourselves a break about it, but also realize it's our time and it's time to, to, to really step up. It's time for women to rise. That's really what it is. And uh, financial independence, independence is part of rising. Yeah. And I mean, through that, we can then also support other women that are still like in other countries, right? Very suppressed. So yeah, I love it. No, and thank you for that reminder, because that's so true. It's not it's not that long ago, right? In the seventies, it's just like fifty years. It's it's really yeah. not much. I mean, yeah. many of us were alive then. It's not like you yeah. know, the old days two hundred years ago. This is yeah. like this like you were so, people listening to this you were like a little kid when this was happening you know mm -hmm. this was your mother for example yeah so you know yeah it's so true and I would I would love to hear a little bit about your book of course um so whatever you want to share I, I know so we want to also talk a little bit about you know my podcast is called the art of slowing down like one of my fundamental beliefs or what I have learned especially being a manifesting generator I, I think I shared with you that's the human design and we happen to share the same so Leslie's also two for manifesting generator she doesn't know much about it but she was so kind to let me look at her chart um so I at first of all I thought it was really interesting because we are very um, multi-passionate people um and we're here to actually bend time and find shortcuts to kind of accelerate things a little bit now I, I always we can be impatient right I, I know this from myself and want to do all the things and then we make mistakes, we have to go back, we get frustrated and angry and stuff like that. And for me, having this design of who I am and Alina, right? Like I always, my message all my life was like, slow down. I was like, okay, but why is this always slow down? And then I noticed that it's only when I really consciously slow down that I can be really in the present moment, that I can have these moments, like you say, also be aware of like, what are these beliefs I have about money? And they don't even make sense. Of course, I'm not getting anywhere because it's so contradicting, right? Um, where we can access our intuition, where we can actually feel in our body what's what's right, that gut feeling. And like without slowing down, I'm just busy, get exhausted, and I feel like I get done nothing. And the more no. I slow down, I actually, I may do less, but more consciously, and I create... And even like from that space, quantum leaps happen. Unexpected, not from a place of like, it has to happen, but it's like naturally when they're meant to happen. So, wow. so important. This, this, this talking about this is so incredibly important. You know, I, as I as said at the beginning of our talk, how freedom was always so important to me. And the reason why is because I had, I've been involved with a, a spiritual practice called Sufism and going to a retreat center in New Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, which is actually even where I met my husband mm. uh, 30 years ago. Yes. And I would go to this retreat center every single summer. I have gone for 30 years. Okay. There was wow. just because of what's happened in the world recently, um, I missed a couple summers. But beyond that, 
I've been going for 30 years. And I go because that is where I could find my spirit again and where I could slow down and I could do what I like to call empty time. And what was interesting is that I, one of my false beliefs was that if I built a successful business, I would not be able to go to the spiritual retreat anymore because I wouldn't go for a weekend or a week. I, I would go for six or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And so what I have found actually is that it made no difference. And in fact, that's how I built my seven figure business was making sure I went to that retreat every summer. So going to that retreat was part of my success plan, honestly. Uh, and, and the, and the reason why it's, it's creates more success that that's not the reason to do it. The reason is for emptying out, connecting with your spirit, connecting with yourself again, connecting with nature, connecting with God, connecting with the flowers and, and, and the air and everything. But the truth is that if we don't stop, uh, then we can't know, like you said, Annalena, you can't, we can't really know what we want. And so in my book, Seven Keys to Seven Figures, I realized the seventh and last key is creating this empty time because you go through, it's sort of like the seven keys are in a circle and it starts, the first one is wanting it. Okay. And then there's many other steps around it, but it ends with emptiness. And the reason why is because without having emptiness, you just can't possibly know what it is that you want. And then you can start again. What is it that I really want? And during those years of building my business, I kept going to this retreat and I kept taking empty time and my business kept growing and growing and growing. So I have like real proof that this actually does work. Um, and without that, uh, we are just basically on that hamster wheel, just following our to-do list all the time and getting exhausted. Yeah. Uh, so it's so important. Yeah. And I mean, as we were talking, I mean, so I think I share with some originally from Germany, right? And I, I came here to the US and you, you may know this from your husband, but in Europe, we have even when you work in corporate, you have at least six weeks of vacation. Plus, in Germany, we have all these long weekends in May. I mean, we're we like on vacation all the time, basically, <laughs> you know. But I think, I mean, the German economy is also very efficient and and I think worldwide known that we get stuff done, right? Um, and have created lots of things. So when I came here to the U.S., I was first in shock. I I I. I I didn't even have words. Like I was like, "What? What is this? This cannot be." I mean, first of all, I saw also the the abund- I mean, the excess of stuff. I mean, but wasteful and 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 stuff that is actually not good for the environment and the amount of food people were eating and then the amount of work. And like, you were lucky if you have two weeks of vacation. And I was like, "Are you guys for real?" I was like, "This, this is the American dream." And then people, and I still see this today, like sometimes they have two, three jobs and they still are struggling to just meet their basic needs, you know? And and then always more consumption and more consumption and you need this and that. And then now they're creating products that are meant to break. And I'm I'm just like, I'm like, I could go on a rant with this, right? Um, But this also, I have to say, inspired me to become a coach and like, 
okay, I'm here to change this. You know, I'm of course I'm just one person, but we need to talk about this more. We need to speak up. And like burnout is like 90, 90% of people are burned out. It's like normal now. Yeah. You don't even know what it means not to be stressed anymore. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, my, my message is you can do this, like that this is it, freedom and money. That's my message. Yeah, yeah. My message is like you could run, I run my multiple seven figure business on anywhere between five and maybe 20 to 30 hours a week. It depends on what, what month it is. Cause I have different seasons of my clothing. Yeah. You know, there's, there's months where I'm working five hours a week. So all of this is really possible. You just have to, you have to learn how to do it. There's systems, there's operations, um, there's mindset around it. It's all, it's, it's, it, it starts with knowing what it is you really want and then believing that you can actually create your life around that. And you absolutely can. And, you know, when, when my business was getting bigger and bigger, I was starting to get back into those traps of working weekends and working long days and, all of that and like going, oh my God, I'm miserable. This is like too much work. I hate Excel sheets and, you know, all of that. And I went to a conference, Allie Brown, she's one of my mentors. And I went to her conference and I met, um, I had, I think I had just hit seven figures and I met other women there doing multiple seven figures who were working this five to 10 hour work week. And I was like, I want that. I need to learn how to do that. And I did learn how to do this. So it's actually, it's, first of all, it's a belief. You have to believe that this is even possible. And I didn't believe it was possible until it was possible. And I realized it is possible. And second of all, you have to take actions, operations, actions that will make all of this possible. Um, so this is all, this is all out there. This is really, again, this is like, we, we have to like, create the lives we want and we can do it mm. oh, it's such an inspiration and i it's really again i mean your energy is so contagious and i'm so happy i'm right here now with you to really receive and be in that beautiful energy um and also because i love it because yeah we always like you're on your journey you take the next step and then you're humble and learn from those that have already done it because and and yeah we have those books out there the four work week and stuff it's it's not just a fluke right it actually there's so many people just like you that that are actually living it and i'm sure there are people that have seven figures but they're burned out right that, that's also probably the case but you're just like oh i want it and i'm gonna have it so and in order to know what you want i mean that is one thing i believe and i think you said it but to even know what you want you gotta slow down right you gotta listen you have to slow Your down to begin with there's no way around it you have to give yourself that that empty time that connection with your heart so you know what you want yeah yeah no and, and i'm also i'm really impressed that you have been going to this retreat for the last 30 years and you said it's six to eight weeks every summer right yeah i do i oh do and it doesn't mean i don't work when i'm there i do you uh, know i, I so I, you know, I go to a public library that's like 20 minutes away and, you know, I do like two hours in the morning and then that's my, that's my day. And then I go back for the retreat. So, and it's not every day I go to the library. So mm -hmm. it's not that I completely stop working for two months, mm -hmm. but I do sit significantly. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I want to say, I'm just seeing your smile and the lightness, You, it doesn't feel like work anyways, right? It's just... Sometimes you know, it feels it, like work. It does. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Sometimes it's really hard, uh, but I, you yeah. know, the, I see the big picture of it. I see what it gives me. I see the freedom it gives me. I see the money it gives yeah. me. I see the 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 growth it gives me and so I see the bigger picture behind it all but sometimes it's hard yeah no and and that's also because life is not just everything's flowing and easy and breezy right but it I feel like it's always testing our commitment how serious are you how much do you really want it right and then we do the things also yeah and it also helps us course correct okay this is you know I'm feeling miserable this isn't working so okay what do you have to do to change it mm -hmm. so um, the the difficult times are, are are opportunities that's what they are they 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 redirect you yeah yeah I love that so much. Well, I have to say, I can't wait to get your books in my hands and read it once it's out. So Yeah, no, thank you. Definitely. If you're interested in checking out the book, the best place is go to my website is lesliecoaster.com. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I also have a, a great free ebook, which is seven sabotaging mistakes most women entrepreneurs make. So definitely grab that. Uh, and there's also a lot of free content on my web, on my website of videos, blogs on helping women be successful and have more money and have more freedom. I love it so much. I'll, I'll make sure I will drop this all in the show notes and then they can, I guess they can get on the list, right? So they're, they're the first to know when the book goes live and they can buy it on Amazon and everywhere. And then I also would love to know, so your company back from Bali, right? Can you tell me a little bit about the clothing line? Where can we buy those clothes? Yeah, the the line is called Back from Bali. So I manufacture, I do ethical manufacturing and I work with mostly women-owned businesses in Bali. It's bohemian style, comfortable resort clothing. It's really pretty. It's, you know, a little artistic as well. And you could find me on Amazon and my own website too. So either backfrombali.com or go to Amazon and just do Back from Bali and you will find me there. Mm, okay I'm intrigued I want to check it out <laughs> I, I love that beautiful and um, is there any like final nugget of wisdom that you want to leave the listeners with watch your thoughts you know and and just just to give you an example right now with you know what's happening in the news and the economy and all this kind of stuff you know the you know people i could easily go like hmm my business is probably going to go down this year because you know the economy is not very good right yeah. but i could also say to myself i think my business is going to go up this year because the economy is is okay <laughs> i mean yeah. the truth is i actually don't know the answer to that until like you know, January, 2024. So, because we don't know, right? So why choose the, the, I think my business is going to go down part. So what I want to relay with this is that we have control over our thoughts and choose the ones that support you. Don't choose the ones that don't support you because they often aren't true. Either of them are true. Neither of them are true. Neither of them. My business is going to go up and my business is going to be down. I don't know any of those answers, yeah. but I could choose the one that says, oh, my business is going to do fantastic this year. And it's going to. So yeah. choose your thoughts and be very, very conscious of what you're thinking. Yeah. And then I, I want to say, because I, 
I know sometimes I, I know for myself, I used to struggle with that because there were so many negative thoughts. Now it's way less. I've done a lot of energy healing, release work, feeling my emotions. So now I feel like it's easier. But I love, so the exercise you shared with us earlier when you were in New York, where you started to, so yeah. when we have negative thoughts come up, let's not judge ourselves. Let's not suppress it. Let's get it out and let's prove them wrong in a way, right? Like, this is not true. That doesn't make sense. And it's one at a time. And I think, so with practice over times, it does become easier because it's like a muscle we got to build, like going to the gym, right? It's like, my biceps is not going to be that strong on the first day unless I keep practicing it over and over. And because that's really the power of choice to have the attitude to like, okay, I choose my business is going to grow this year and I'm going to have fun with that. So I love it. I love that so much, Leslie. Um, I could talk to you forever. <laughs> and I want to really thank you. I have to say one of the things that almost touched me the most is that you work in an ethical way in your clothing company because that is really, I mean, we see this so much, right? There may be financially very, very successful companies out there, but they're like using unethical ways to do business and actually create more um, or harder situations for people or even for the environment, right? So that's why I just, because everything for me has to be win-win and what you do is just such an expansive win-win you support those local women it's like beautiful clothes which helps women feel prettier and it's creating financial freedom personal freedom for you so i think that's just it's just beautiful so thank you for doing that following your heart and being honest with yourself you know thank you you're welcome. So you listeners, I'm sure you enjoyed this episode because I really did. I know you guys love money as much as I do. I hope so. I mean, I hope now everybody loves money even more. And again, Leslie, I'm so happy you were here with me. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I can't wait to be with you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.